This is Faith. And this is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go For One, a podcast about kind of normal women talking about kind of normal things. This is our dedication to all the good feels that come from just spending even just a half hour with your bestie. All topics include celebrities, to motherhood, to marriage, to divorce, to wellness, astrology, and the latest beauty trends. Whether you're at your desk, in your car, working out, or just enjoying some alone time. Hey, Faith. Hey, Anna. Let's just go for one. So for all of our regular listeners, you know, we have a section in our podcast called The Walk of Shame, where we talk about the mistakes we have made or if we said any misinformation or got any facts wrong on previous episodes. So I actually have to pre-walk of shame the episode you are about to hear. I spend a good amount of time talking about how I listen to podcasts um, in our little vacation time off and how terrible the audio quality was. And in true karma-like fashion, when we finished recording the entire episode, we realized that my mic did not work the entire time. So you are picking me up from Anna's mic and I sound like I'm in a wind tornado. And that is what I get for talking shit about anybody else's podcast. So I do apologize in advance uh, for the terrible sound quality. I also think it's humorous because you will hear me complain about other terrible sound quality. Um, so yeah, that's super cool. I'm definitely wearing the walk of shame hat this episode. Totally my fault. I promise you guys for episode three, we will get our act together. However, I'm super pumped for you guys to listen. This is a great episode. We love our teachers. Good luck with back to school. Parents stock up on the wine. Good luck. Enjoy the episode. I apologize again and I'll see you next week. technical difficulty. I just want to say, though, I fixed it myself. You did. We didn't even have to call Harry Potter. No, we didn't. So welcome back season three. That's so crazy to me. Third oh time's a charm. Yeah. <laughs> I. Everybody who has just found out that I have a podcast, they're like, oh my God, I can't wait to listen. I go start at season two. Yeah. <laughs> Season one was great and everything, but season two, the sound is better. Yeah. Our topics sure. are great. Sure. Although, I know, I still love season I one. I know. It so. was so much fun. Oh, it was so season. much fun. That really yes. was. Season three, we're so much more grown up now. Totally. <laughs> Doing our own tech. <laughs> With no a really deal. good sound system. Yes. Uh, <laughs> super fancy. So, hi, Anna. How are you, Faith? Good. How are you? I'm it's doing great. Two months. Real time. Wow, months. really? Yeah. The last one we had was right before I went back to work. It's, and I went back to work June 2nd. It feels like a week. No? Isn't that three months? Three, June, July, August. Oh my gosh, <laughs> three months. 
I was like, <laughs> my math skills have stayed exactly the same mm -hmm. from season one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. there we go. Three mm -hmm. months. Oh my God, that's crazy. It's the never ending quarantine. So it, I don't know what day yeah. it is ever anymore. Uh, same, same. But hi, what have you been up to? What haven't I been? So up to? we're gonna do our wait. What is kind of gonna be a catch up sesh? Yeah, exactly. Um, because three months gone by. <laughs> a long ass time. Too. There really, it really is. <clears throat> so much could have happened in that time. Yeah, I had an emotional Chernobyl during that time. Whoa! Remember, I like Tell went up and I went down. Yeah, and I went up and I yeah. went down. Yeah, but I'm on, I'm, I'm on the up. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I've done a lot of therapy in that time, which has been very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's been it's been a crazy three months. I feel like <laughs> I feel like so you were like catapulted out of quarantine. Yes. So as soon as like things went back, I'm still no. I feel pretty much because my son started playing baseball. So sure. That went. We're in hockey already, mm -hmm. and I just keep looking around like, hey. Um, you guys remember when we didn't have to do anything? <laughs> Felt real good. Can we can we go back to that a yeah. little bit? We've like, been in quarantine for so long and off air for so long. I literally went through like four pant sizes. Like oh my god, up to <laughs> down to up to down to again. Now that also was on the rise, but we're heading back down. We're heading back down. Yeah, I've been back to my workouts. I've been doing better. Yeah, shout out to Rise. They're doing outdoor workouts. So whatever. Yeah, it's been, back to it. it's been so crazy. Yeah, like I can't even. It, and like the whole summer, I was just like, I'm feeling great. This yeah, it's great. Like though, I have to tell you that. So I've gone back to work. I go back a couple days a week. Right, and I work from home. Um, I put on a pair of work pants, and oh. I was like. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's not going to happen. I legit, like, I'm just wearing dresses to work because yeah. <laughs> I can't, I cannot fit into anything. I also agree with that sentiment. I yeah. actually wanted to send a message to, like, I follow a lot of celebrity stylists and mm -hmm. I want to literally send the messages and be like, there's no way none of those celebrities have any sort of like fupa situation happening. Right. If they've had kids. So, like, what kind of serious undergarment? armor do you have going on under that pantsuit yeah right no i totally get that yeah so i do want to say that it like i said i've been going through a lot of therapy as well um but this is the first time in my entire life and i'm 40 okay that i have been up and not fitting into any of my pants like i'm not even fitting into fat pants at this point like we always had those backup pants and i am okay with it I love that. Yeah. I'm just like, that. you know what? These are my curves. This is how my body naturally is right now. Listen, Adele lost weight. We found it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. We put it right on our own asses. And it's so funny. I And I think a lot of this obviously goes to therapy, but also following Lizzo on Instagram. Oh, for sure. I'm for like, sure. dude, she is fucking killing it, man. Right. And she has seriously taught a 40 year old right. how to love herself and to oh, love her love body that. at any size. So imagine what she's doing for these young kids. Absolutely. And I will say this, what I have learned because like, I'm pretty, I'm like an extreme person. What? Shock. What? <laughs> so when I lose weight, I lose it to the extreme. And when I gain weight, I feel like I gain it to the extreme. I feel like I'm always like one of the extremes. Right, right. So I feel like I've been really good about like moderation and what I have honestly learned is like, I'm, I'm literally 10 pounds away from like my goal weight. Mm -hmm. 
But in order for me to hit those 10 pounds, like I could hit them by next week if I just gave up drinking. Mm. And like, I just, I, I'm not an alcoholic, but you know what? I'm not depriving myself of the one thing that makes me feel better sometimes. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Though. And I'm like, I would rather like have the 10 pounds on me, be able to go out to dinner any mm-hmm. time of day or like go out for food, not worry right. about like intermittent fasting. Yes. Or, like if I, if my girlfriend calls me and wants to go out for a glass of wine, like I'm an adult, I work my ass off. I'm going for the glass of wine. I don't want to have to work like, but I, I live in moderation now. I'm learning mm-hmm. moderation. Yes. yes. And I think that's the whole, I'm so glad you said that because yeah. that's the whole thing is that right. I don't want to go somewhere and be like, well, I can't eat that because that's not on this plan. And, right. Or right. I have to track this. Right. And like, I'm not, I'm not a tracker. I hate it. I know I hate it. Right. I'm, I'm paying for a Weight Watchers subscription, <laughs> but for like three months. Yeah. But I've tracked like one day because I'm right. like, I hate doing this. Like, I know I hate sure. doing this. Why am I doing this? Well, I think for me too, it's like, I'm just trying to get to like my normal weight, not my dream weight, not my goal weight, my right. normal weight. And once I'm at my normal weight, I know I'm within 10 pounds of being at my dream weight. It just mm-hmm. depends on what I do decide to give up. So if I have like a wedding or a special event or vacation coming up, I might be a little more extreme in phases. Right. But I just, nobody can live an extreme lifestyle like that all the time. Or maybe they can. And kudos to you if you're that person that can. But yeah. I just really like to have dirty martinis like I am right now. I know. Like, I just don't want to, I, I don't want to have to worry about yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm always, I look back on photos and every time I'm the happiest points of my life, I'm always 10 pounds overweight. Yeah. So, I mean, but I'm always happy. Yeah. So and I'll that's take the it. thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, you know what? I got a little more curves. My boobs are bigger, which yeah. is great. That's nice. You get it in your boobs. I still um, <laughs> It's just mainly my trunk area where I get it. My legs are fine. It's just trying to get anything over those hips. Yeah. 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 I got you. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. So anyways, we weren't even planning on talking about weight. How fun is that? What did I say? I said, this is going to organically come together. So as a season three, spoiler alert, we're going to try to keep our episodes a little more time friendly. Yeah. Only because one of the things I will talk about. Mm-hmm. that I have been doing in excessive amounts while I have been on our break mm-hmm. is listening to podcasts. I love it. I, I listen literally to, listen to four. Oh, I literally episodes of one listen podcast. to, oh, <laughs> I have not stopped listening to podcasts. I listen to them all the time. Like I literally have them going. I don't even know like music anymore. First of all, if you want to know what songs are, just go on TikTok. Cause it's like every song yeah. on TikTok is the song on the top radio. Uh-huh. But I've been listening to podcasts like crazy and it's so interesting and I find myself drawn to podcasts that are 45 minutes or less yeah and when they're longer than that I have to really love them yeah so quick shout out to all of our listeners who really love us oh my god long af so I super appreciate that yeah um but I have found a, cu- a couple I just want to highlight yeah just two I okay. could go on wow I found a lot first of all I was really I'm not throwing shade because we have a podcast and I like podcast supporting podcasts. I'm not right. going to throw anyone under the bus. Right. But I was really surprised at how many podcasts that are like celebrity podcast accounts mm-hmm. that have thousands of followers and subscribers and mm-hmm. have amazing guests and have terrible audio. <laughs> terrible. I was like, they sound like they are in a typhoon right now. <laughs> 
are they what are they in a car accident as recording as they're recording this episode and then when they call their callers in they're all and i understand with with quarantine a lot of us have to zoom. rely on zoom we had mm -hmm. one bad episode where we had to do that via zoom but we figured out our audio and yeah. we figured out how to do it on the phone and i'll tell you what literally they're like oh i give me a kim kardashian's calling in oh yeah kim how how's everything going with kanye it's go it's 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 going it's, 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 it's actually not going well. and that's what well that's that's actually that that was very much it really was um i didn't mean for it to be but honestly right. <laughs> like the guest comes on and I'm like what is that that guest is standing in a tornado in the Are eye they? of a hurricane while calling in and I'm like how the hell does this work and then there were other um podcasters that then I started like you know, going on Wikipedia to see like, how are they even freaking famous? There are so many podcast hosts out there that like, don't even ask relevant questions to their guests. And mm -hmm. I literally listen there and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that I know more about the guests that's on your show right now than you, because you are learning things for the first time. And yeah. like, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, yeah, they don't do their research. I right. Mean, you know, I was getting really, I was, I was starting to get bitter. And then I was like, no, I have to support podcasts because I'm a podcaster, but that's so funny. I'm just saying step yo game up. We are yeah. in Hamburg, New York. Right. We got a state of the art sound system. Yeah. We have our studio. is super. <laughs> <laughs> we do not have any of the crazy, crazy sponsors you guys have. And we managed to get our shit together. Yeah. So please get it together. Also, did you know that there's actually a place renting um, a, you can rent a podcast studio in Buffalo. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's not for us because we have impeccable sound. <laughs> we totally do. You know what? You don't need a studio if you have good equipment. Why would you have overhead if you don't want, if you don't need it? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, no, I'm all about not paying I think my sunroom is just fine as yeah, a studio. Thank it's you. perfect. <laughs> can you make this as far of a text right now? <laughs> um, but anyways, two podcasts. Oh, yeah. Very quickly, I'm going to shine light on. Tell me. Is Caroline stands very well oh, i so i got good. anna hooked on to it's called divorce not dead it mm -hmm. is absolutely epic her episodes are 25 minutes each yep they are nice and short she had a divorce she has kids mm -hmm. and how she has coped through it she's she's british right so i feel like british yeah, women so. have this great way of saying exactly how it is without oh, like they don't give a shit. no and where where i would use 20 sentences they use two words yeah and they get the point across exactly so much more effortlessly yep. than we do yeah um and I, and i cannot recommend it enough whether you're young in a relationship i don't care what age you are i don't care right. if you even are married the advice she gives she gives so much advice to people like who aren't married yet and like the mistakes she made and what she was looking for in a marriage and now what she's looking for in a partner mm -hmm. and one little highlight that she says mm -hmm. is the person that you are with they should just be the whipped cream on top they shouldn't be the whole cake yes exactly and i love that because they shouldn't be yeah so i really enjoy her podcast i think she does an awesome job mm -hmm. and she talks about a lot of stuff that most divorce podcasts don't talk about sure um <clears throat> I will say though that she is, I mean, she's very tongue in cheek, <laughs> but there are some moments like she makes a good living. Oh, so sure. When she's like, sure. you know, these women who don't leave because they, 
they can't afford it. Like you should always keep a separate account. I'm like, listen, bravo lady. Like don't preach to other women about how they should have a job and shit when they decided to, sure. like they wanted to stay at home. Sure, yeah. And they didn't see their marriages ending. Sure. So yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. the only thing. Although, I can see that. I'm totally on board with like the, um, uh, she, she talks about boundaries. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Like everything is Amazing. so spot on. I know. So spot on. It really is a good episode. Yeah. Very the whole podcast. The co-parenting episode was really interesting. Yes. Very good. And the other one that yeah. I want to talk about is Rob Lowe. Oh my. I want to talk about his son. We have to talk about his son. <laughs> so Rob Lowe, um, I don't know if you, I, everyone knows who Rob Lowe is, but. Um, I didn't know he had a podcast. Yeah. So he has a podcast called Literally, which is amazing because <laughs> if you watch Parks and Rec, yeah. it's from his Chris Traeger yes. character that goes literally. Um, so he, he created a podcast. And first of all, if you ever want like a really good laugh, you have to go on his Instagram. Yes. Because um, he constantly posts like these hilarious selfies and pictures of himself, and his two sons troll him. Oh, it's so funny! And their comments are absolute gold. And I spent <laughs> one night literally just reading through, literally, literally going through his entire Instagram and reading his sons' yes. comments under oh, every photo. So funny! They troll their dad. It is. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. If you ever want another dad Instagram to follow, Jerry O'Connell. Oh, really? Oh, my God. It's so funny. He is, like, the biggest self-deprecator with his humor. Oh, my God. I love that. he's so funny because he still refers to himself as the fat kid from Stand By Me. <laughs> so anytime someone's like, hey, that fat kid from Stand By Me married that model. Way to go. He always, like, posts that as pictures. He constantly <laughs> posts fat pictures of himself. It's pretty amazing. Oh, that just is Just for hilarious. a good time. It's like when you have guys like that that are just totally okay with laughing at themselves, it's like it just makes everything happy. I love that but so much. Rob Lowe has a podcast. It's called Literally. He has mm -hmm. all the Parks and Recs people on his interviews. It's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Great podcast. And he throws, like, Especially if you were like from that era, I would say of like the 80s, 90s. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, a, I feel like some of our listeners, that's some of our demographic that would remember a lot of those movies. He mm -hmm. really throws it back because he has been in Hollywood as a child Forever. to now and he's mm -hmm. still relevant. Yeah. So he has a lot of interesting stories about like old movies he's done and new shows he's done and how he's seen that happen. And both of his sons are somewhat in film. One's a writer. And so he does talk about that too. It's just really interesting. Yeah. And it's funny. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I totally just started following him. Yeah. Um, his sons though. I mean, his sons are amazing. Seriously. One night I just did the same <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> Well, I wish you could have just heard us go off about some podcast because Faith got real heated and I totally get why. Um, I haven't played her clips as examples. It was, I mean, she's not wrong. She is not wrong about any of it. I just want to point out. Um, so since, so June 2nd, was that really the last time? Well, yeah, because that was my first day back at work. And That's we crazy. recorded our last episode right before then. Okay. So in that time then... I finished yoga school, <laughs> yoga school, yoga teacher <laughs> training. What the fuck? Um, and I finished my mediumship course. Yes. Too. Yes. So in that time, so this is what I love about this 
whole year and really for several years now, I've been trying to like just kind of own that we have no control over anything. And especially in 2020, I think it's a good life lesson for everybody. Like we can't control shit. Absolutely. Um, but what's nice is like by letting go of some of that control, it's amazing. Like what you allow to come in at that point. So with, um, yoga teacher training, I graduated and I finished and, um, Beth from village yoga and wellness. Yes. Right before lockdown. Um, (laughs) she asked me to be a teacher there. Yeah. And so now part of like that whole letting go of control is like also doing things that I'm scared of. So she sent me that text and my initial thought was, I can't teach a yoga class. Like, oh my God. (laughs) And as soon as I had that reaction, I was like, nope, stop it. Yes. Yes, Beth, I will teach a yoga class. And I had no idea how I was going to work it out or what I was going (laughs) to do or anything. But I was like, no, this was presented to me. I'm going to totally fucking take this opportunity because this is why I wanted to do this stuff, right? right? Like, it's the whole point. So I started teaching. And it's, first of all, that studio is so beautiful. It's unreal. It's like the energy there is amazing. Mm -hmm. And Beth is a little magic angel. Like she's just, I love her so much. Mm -hmm. Like she's just like an automatic. We are talking about going out for drinks. I'm like, we have to invite Faith or else she will totally cut us. (laughs) Like I may or may not have introduced them, but you totally did. You totally did. And you knew it. And you totally knew it. You said you two need to meet. I said, it's going to happen. And I know you guys are going to be best friends forever. Yeah. And she's going to replace me on the podcast. Oh my God. Get Get out of here. So, so yeah, I started teaching classes there and it's been like crazy and awesome, like all at once. And it's like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like you just have to show up as you are and then everything will kind of fall into place. I agree. I totally agree. That's what I've really learned. I think it's like you sit back and just like, it's very interesting. Well, I mean, we've all understood the concept of sitting back and letting things happen the way they do. Mm. Um, but no, I, I totally agree, <laughs> agree to that because I've been very, I've tried to be very open to my own opportunities to kind of see what else is out there yeah. in different ways. And yeah, it definitely, if you put yourself out there in the world, you kind of get something back. So, yeah, yeah. 100%. I appreciate that. So lesson, um, on the other side of that. Oh, and also like, I'm going to be teaching at Briarwood now too, Yeah, which is like, crazy so yeah. i'm like okay yeah i'm gonna do this too like and i love like briarwood huge shout out to briarwood for me because they have been doing zoom classes this entire quarantine mm-hmm. and they have really like gotten me through quarantine yeah so kelly and marcia and amy and all of the women there are so awesome i love them so much and i think all of these like smaller gyms yeah like, everywhere they've just been like everyone stepped up yeah you know as a whole community and i love to see that you're at best place and at briarwood yeah and you did that paddleboard event yeah with nancy and marcia really oh cool. my god mm-hmm. like and that's the thing like just all of these opportunities like when nancy texted me about doing the longboards event i was like oh my god this is terrifying because their events are like super like i love their events right right like being part of it i was like yes yes i will Mm -hmm. and it was so great like it's always just an amazing group of people Mm -hmm. and just like that like you said women supporting women like absolutely podcast supporting podcast like sort of that's what (laughs) yeah (laughs) kind of um 
But yeah, it's just yeah. really like when you kind of let go of that control, like, and let go of needing to know how things are going to go, mm-hmm. like, that's when the good shit comes. Yeah. It's I amazing. I agree. Yeah. And uh, coming off, so just yesterday um, with my mediumship class, so I finished that and Beth again asked about doing a, like um, a messages and oh, that's like, amazing. meditation yeah. thing. So we had that uh, like a month ago right. um, at Village Yoga and it was kind of like a gallery reading type of thing where like we just kind of like went to people we were drawn to and gave them messages and stuff. So just like quick brief things. Right. Um, so Angie, who was my mediumship teacher through I love Angie. she's the best. Yeah. She's so sweet. She is now a registered medium at Lilydale. And she was in charge of doing um, the stump services all this last week because Lilydale closes on Labor Day. Oh, okay. For the season. So she reached out to the people in her class and she's like, listen, if you'd like to be a visiting medium at the stump. Now, for anybody who's never gone to Lilydale, if you are spiritual at all, and it does not matter what you believe in, I highly recommend going to Lilydale because it is such a spiritual place and there's so much energy there. And it's just like, it, it is truly a magical place. Like, I love it there. It's super peaceful. The lake there's that lake right there that is so calm and it's just super beautiful. Um, and Lilydale has mediums all around. So essentially you go to Lilydale to go get readings. Right. And so they have um, inspiration stump and this stump is like part of, a, it's in a forest. Like you walk through a forest to get to it too. And they have like a gallery set up. So they have benches and then have you ever been to it? No. Okay, good. Mm-mm. So it, it, the stump is like in the middle thing. And then they usually, um, so they have services, they have two a day. So one at one and one at four. And mediums come and they give message, kind of like a John Edward style. Wait, did you get to do this already? I did. I didn't realize that was now. Oh, yeah. It was oh last night. Oh, my gosh. How was it? It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, so my gosh. We went. So it was last night and at four. Um, so we went out to Lilydale and I went there like an hour early cause I wanted to just kind of like walk around and stuff. Cause it's like probably a good, like 45 minutes away from, yeah. uh, Hamburg. So we got there and the way that Angie was running it was cause typically what you do in like those gallery readings is like kind of whoever you're drawn to, that's who you go to for a reading. But she had everybody uh, who was in the audience part, write their name on an index card. And then we pulled names. Oh, yeah. So which I thought was cool because I had the mentality of I'm going to pick who I'm supposed to pick. Sure. Like, yeah. Oh, I love that. Right. Yeah. So um, Angie starts it off. And then some of the other uh, mediums that I took class with went and then an actual registered medium from Lilydale went. And this woman's been doing this forever. Right. She was phenomenal. She like as she went to this one woman and she's like, so and so is here. She says, Tell Michelle I said hi. And like literally everything that came out of her mouth, this woman was sobbing the entire time. Oh my god. She's gosh. like, You hit everything. Yes, all of that, all of that. And then she um uh 
there was another guy who was there and then she had another woman too. And like, she was spot on with all wow. of them. Oh my God. Watching her work was super fascinating. Yeah. And then I had to go. I was like, how'd it go? I got to fucking follow up. This lady? Like, are you kidding me? So I get the microphone. I go, well, I didn't want to go after her, but I guess I'm going to have to now. Um, so it was awesome. I did two people. Okay. And like just being there. And it's so funny because I've done these readings. Like I've done a few sure. readings before. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done quite a few. Yeah. And it's always so interesting how like the messages kind of come. And like right. usually I see things. And then um, sometimes like I'll hear something once in a while, but I typically see things. Okay. And the way that I work is like um, a lot of people are very specific about the spirit who is like coming in. Okay. And I find that what I focus on is like, what is the message that I need to give this person? Oh, okay. Like not just who's here and sure. who's delivering it, but like, what, what is, is it? it? Yeah. yeah. What do they need to hear? Because it's all about like the healing message. Right? Yeah. We're like, what do they need to hear at this point to get to like the next step? So the first girl I had, I know uh, what they also say too, is when you're in a gallery setting, like whether you're in the audience or the mediums, like whatever, right. then you should always listen to all of the messages because it could be for more than one person. Oh, so okay. a lot of the messages that were being said, I had a friend who was in the audience and she's like, that was for me. That was for me. Oh, like all of them okay, resonated. Okay. Right. So it's really just about like paying attention to the messages that people get. And so, um, the first girl I got, I totally resonated with the message that huh. I was telling her. So then like my voice started cracking. Cause I'm like, I'm going to start crying right now because oh. I totally feel this. It was super meaningful for me. She was like, she was super sweet. Like I just, and, um, I actually felt like a warmth in my heart area, wow. which was new. Cause usually like I, it, it was just like a little different for yeah. me. Like actually feel like physical yeah. stuff. Um, but then, so the second woman that I read, I'm talking about a spirit that was here and I'm like, does this make sense to you? Like I'm explaining this. Right, spirit. It was right. like a grandfather type of thing. She's like, I didn't know my grandfather's. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Start over. I'm like, okay. So, and like what I was saying, like she wasn't, we weren't right. connecting. Right. So I took a second. I go, okay, I'm going to tell you what I see. And then you tell me if that resonates with you. Okay. So I said everything that I saw and right. she was like, yes, yes, yes. Oh, so like good. totally connected yeah. with her. Everything totally made sense to her. Yeah. And she actually came up to me afterwards and she, cause I had said, I go, maybe this is like a spirit guide and not like a, sure, a, not an actual a dead relative. relative. Yeah. Right. And she's like, I totally think it was my spirit guide. Cause I do feel like a male energy. She's like in everything. And she validated literally every single thing I said, huh? I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, it was. Plus, I was in friggin' Lilydale at the stump delivering messages. Like, this is like a bucket list item that yeah. I didn't even ever think was a possibility. So the fact that that happened, I was like, oh my god! Like, this that's is that's amazing. Yeah, it really was. So Anna's a psychic. Yeah, no big deal, guys. No big deal. I have like a whole bunch of chicken scratch here of notes. <laughs> And nothing is as cool as what Anna has done. It's, it's been a really interesting three months. <laughs> so let's see um, what else I have here. Um, Zach Efron and Chris Evans both started new shows. Uh, 
So Zac Efron's going around saving Mother Nature and trying to find sustainable ways to live because he is Zac Efron and I love him and I'm drawing hearts around his name as we talk about it. Oh my God. Like, and- <laughs> she legit just drew a heart. And Chris Evans mm-hmm. started a show called A Starting Point, which I really respect because mm-hmm. he was um, just in his own personal journey trying to get more facts about certain policies, politics, you know, issues going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And he could not get over how he couldn't find unbiased factual news. Right. Um, Any article he read or news station or how it was controlled by this or how certain news stations are more left wing, right wing, even in the stories or opinions that they Mm -hmm. present the the news in. Mm -hmm. Um, And he just kind of went on a rant about how it was like he spent two weeks trying to find the facts about a situation and couldn't find them and he's like this is why people are having such a hard time is because there's so much misinformation out there right so he dedicated to starting this site called a starting point Mm -hmm. asp for short Mm -hmm. and where he talks about the facts of situations and then he'll bring people that are on both sides of every topic he talks about Mm -hmm. to have adult mature conversation and not scream at each other. Yeah. And both talk about, you know, how they feel about those policies. So I just thought that in a world right now where we are filled with so much, like, I hate to say the term fake news, but it, a lot of it is, or just misinformative. Right. Or, you know, social media is just like literally uh, like hurting the, the world devil. in such a bad way. Yeah. Um, it is nice that, you know, both of our boyfriends are doing their part. I'm super proud of Chris. We've been working <laughs> so hard on this for so long. So it's just really nice to be able to see it come to fruition. <laughs> I can't recommend it enough. Honestly, I tell my kids, to watch it like it is yeah. just a great great um site to get actual information from yeah and the zach efron show oh. is fucking fascinating except i do realize that so zach efron doesn't drink but i don't think edibles are off the table for him so much oh no <laughs> um i will say too like hey darren zach friend oh yeah oh yeah God, maybe i can hook you up i would please do <laughs> Please do. I'll introduce you. Yeah. Dude, that guy was awesome. When he told Zach that when I forgot where they were, they, oh, I think they were in Paris when they got to France. Oh, yeah. And they, he said that whenever he travels somewhere, as soon as he can, he, he takes, takes his, his shoes, shoes off, off. I know. And walks on the ground to be like, what to get grounded. I'm yeah. like, where the fuck are you in Hamburg? Yeah, like <laughs> that's definitely. Your I keep I keep swearing, and I'm not even drinking. I know. Like, I I'm sorry. And then Zach Efron comes out in a skateboard. I'm like, oh, I know. Hi, like, millennial. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so switching gears for a second. Yeah. Talking about what else we've been up to while mm-hmm. we've been on quarantine. Mm-hmm. Let's getting talk- my hair colored. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. And next time, oh, you got well, you'll be getting a blowout next time. Uh, it's on Friday. Do you know I have an appointment on Friday? Oh, really? I was doing my calendar and I'm oh, like, oh, oh, we should just record it this time. I know, right? <laughs> I'll bring all the equipment. Over. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So how's that credit card bill going, Anna? Because one of the notes I have here is that Anna's kids spent $250 on Fortnite. Oh, it was actually a hundred. No, it was $350 because part the 250 was just on Josh's credit card. And then I went back and looked at mine and there was another hundred dollars on mine. Oh, yeah. 
So my kids relate to the Fortnite party because I held out as long as I could. And then um, they realized like, oh, they couldn't really talk to their friends or play with their friends. So fine, communicate with them on Fortnite. Sure. And that happened. And then all of a sudden we got a text saying that Max and Jude will no longer be on Fortnite for any the time. Yeah. Which lasted like three days. Well, because let's face it, they're so annoying. You have to get them back. <laughs> You can't take away things that give you sanity. I know. You can't do it. You can't be the parent that promises the things that you can't keep. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have to promise them things that, like, you can hold to. Right. Yeah. No, Fortnite's not one of them. No. I know. Ugh. They are really cute, though, because they play with Kennedy a lot. Oh, my God. Cute. They are, like, obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Speaking of my daughter, mm -hmm. my daughters. So I was, like, that parent. Well, let me let me back this story up. So Dan got a new job mm -hmm. and because of his new job, he is now going to be referred to only as he who shall not be named <laughs> because I am no longer allowed to talk about him, about him on a podcast, um, do any social media posts of him in any way that is at any sort of bar or with a drink ever in his hand. Um, I mean, yeah. he is still human. Uh, he's not allowed to be for a little bit. So... <laughs> So he will no longer ever be spoken about or featured on our podcast. But basically. What is that, Voldemort? He literally, I wrote Dan Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah, I actually wrote Dan as Voldemort. So ah, that's I'll hilarious. I appreciate that note. But yeah, so I can't talk about him anymore. So it's like he doesn't exist. Yeah. So we'll just turn the page on that. What up, that guy from? Yeah. <laughs> But no, so he has been back to work for five weeks and I've been back to work, you know, and both of us work completely full time jobs. So we came into this new interesting parenting uh, phase. Now, my oldest is 15 and my youngest is turning 10. So they're older. Um, and I was like the parent that like even last summer, I'm like, you can go down to the end of the street where I can see you. But like, yeah. that was as far as I'd let them go. Right. I made them watch like Dateline things where <laughs> I was like, this is what they, it takes seven seconds for someone to put you into their car, even if you're on a bicycle. Oh my God. Like I teach them all sorts of like defense things. I always tell them where to kick guys if they hold them from certain holds. Like I'm very like scared yeah. about my girls getting ambushed and, I mean, with all the child trafficking going on. Oh my like, God. Honestly, feel, for real. Yeah. You should be. Yeah. So I'm, pretty OCD. So then it turned into for the first time ever, Dan and I both working completely. Like he's been working seven to seven. I've been working nine to nine and oh our kids God. have been home alone and they have turned into everybody else's problem. <laughs> My kids are now the kids that show up at random people's houses saying, can such and so play? Also, can I eat here? Also, my mom's not going to be home till nine. What are you guys doing for dinner? I have now turned into the white trash family of our neighborhood because oh we are God. never home. Um, I've gotten a couple calls from neighbors a couple times about certain incidences that have occurred at my house. Oh my God. Yeah, nothing, nothing too serious, but you know, just minor things. But what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. My kids have been home alone. Um, I get phone calls like, Hey, um, just so you know, Kendy just showed up at our porch and asked if such and so can play. And I'm like, you live like across town. Hey, she had a helmet with her. Nope. Cool. All right. Oh, Sounds my God. Good. So drivers in the village of Hamburg, please beware for the um, two Asian children flying around without bike helmets. Although they are very um, sneaky because I left them, 
you know, I make them lunch and I leave in, you know, I try to leave them with stuff and I'm like, you know, you can play Fortnite, you can do this, like here's numbers, you can call people. Right. So the other day I came home from work and I was like, oh, what'd you guys do today? And they're like, oh, yeah, we found $40 in a drawer. So we went to the Grange for lunch. Oh my God. So I know of this day. You do? I do. Did you see them? No. Which would have been hilarious. No. So the day before my kids and your kids went... (laughs) Went to ride bikes to Main Street. Yes, by themselves. Yes. Yeah. So, which was hilarious because that was the day I was going to ride my kids to meet your kids. Yeah. And then they could go. Yeah. My kids have to cross a busier street. Sure. So, my bike um, tire was flat. So, I couldn't. So, I walked my kids to the street and right. made sure they crossed okay. Right. And I was like, oh my God. Is this? I'm like, okay, Keely has a phone. So, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> This has been a whole adventure. Oh, it's, I, it's like the 1950s, except I'm the only family in the 1950s and every other parent cares a lot more. No, like, I, because I was like, oh, my God, is this? And I had even texted you. I'm like, my kids and your kids are going to mean street. Like, is this OK? Well, and I texted you back two hours later and I was like, OK, because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm back just, to double booking. You know, you just, you just I know when you're busy, when you don't respond, you just like a comment. Yeah. You like the text. So the best was Max forgot money. Oh. So I had to go back and I'm like, well, I can't walk and I don't have a bike. So I have to drive. <laughs> so I drove to Main Street and I didn't, I drove to where they were meeting first and yeah. I, I didn't see them. So then I drove to Main Street and I'm like, where are these children? I'm like, oh my God, if they lied to me, I'm going to punch somebody in the face. I don't even care which child it is because Faith would totally be on board with this. I would, yeah. I'm like, what is going on? So then I did see them riding down the street and they were so freaking cute and Keely totally was like taking charge. Yes. Um. So then we pull over. I pulled over and I gave Max. I'm like, you might need money for ice cream. So Kennedy came over and played afterwards. At my house, but she left her bike because Dan didn't have the right car when he. Oh, okay, yeah. So the next day, your mother-in-law came over to get the bike with Kennedy, and I was like, "Oh, you know, thanks for doing that." And your mother-in-law cracked me up. She was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Hey, just checking in on you guys," and they're like, "Oh, we're going to the Grange for lunch." (laughs) I'm like, "I would, I would have gone to the Grange for lunch." Can we go to the Grange for lunch? Yeah, I'm like, that is. Hilarious. Yeah. And I almost texted you too. I must have. And they took, they took their friend Taylor. Oh yeah. Yeah. They took their friend Taylor too. Yeah. I mean, the best part about this is that if that's not a faith move, I don't know what it is. I was like, this is I was like, you guys just walked in there. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, did anyone look at you weird? And Candy's like, well, Mr. Jesse waved to me. Oh my God. And then I go, what'd you guys get? And they're like, we got pizza, but Taylor got a falafel. We don't know what that is. And it, she did not like it. She ate our pizza. Oh my God. I was like, oh. I went to the Greens and they gave falafel. This is a I'm like, what the hell kind of bougie ass children? Oh my God. They yeah. can come over here anytime. I love your children. Yeah. They literally just roam around the village of Hamburg now. Oh my God. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. And like Kennedy is so a little you, like I can't even handle it. It's it so is funny. funny because people are like, oh my God, she's so much like Dan. She plays hockey. In it. But no, Mm-mm. she's actually very much me. She's totally you. Yeah. She's a mini me. Oh, I was dying. It I know. Great. Yeah. Ugh. I love her. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, they're they're back to to school ish. 
ish. Yes. Hybridly. Yes. Hybridly. <laughs> We're going to make that a word. <laughs> they are back to school. Yeah, so, so everybody's back to school. Everybody's back to school. This week, yeah. Yeah, we're going to take a, a little serious, not serious, but I mean, yeah. we've been seeing a lot of stuff on social media Ooh. with these teachers really getting thrown under the bus. People got lots of opinions. Lots of opinions. And I'm just going to, I'm going to say a PSA right now. Mm. And it's, you know, for what it's worth, this is my PSA. Yeah. I don't know what happened with how all of a sudden every, <laughs> every topic, every, what you want to wear, if you want, like what mask you wear, like everything, every single thing that we are doing right now, somehow we live in a society currently that marginalizes one decision that you make puts you into a complete category of that you must be a million other things too everything everyone wants i don't to think that's you, just currently I it's think not that's just currently just... but it's definitely worse right now mm. and i definitely feel like you know there are very specific individualized incidences that are happening Yet people are taking those in, in, instances and making an entire occupation or making an entire group of people or making an entire everything all about that. Oh, if you're this, you must be that. If you're right. this, you must be that. Right. And I'm like, whatever happened to like just being a normal person that lives in the gray area? You know, it's like mm -hmm. you have to be this, you have to be that. And it's it's very frustrating to see because um, I don't think any. I think, first of all, and, and just going on to this one fact, I don't care if you are a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I think both of those terms are being, I think the government needs to evolve. I feel like it, mm -hmm. it's, they're, they're too separate. I feel like a lot of people fall in the middle of both of those, to be right. honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I don't even want to tell someone what I am now because it pushes me into a category that they assume I'm everything that comes with that category, right? Right. So now we're on to teaching. And of course, guys, we knew this was going to happen because teachers were the last, I would say, unionized big job that affects every single person pretty much in America because mm -hmm. you're either a parent or a teacher or a student or maybe you're an employer or coworker to someone that has kids. And now everyone's being affected by the back to school decisions, right? right. This is a nationwide thing. This is a global thing. This is a huge problem. Mm -hmm. And because this is the last kind of big job to go back that affects all of us, they're getting mm -hmm. the brunt of the crazy train. Oh my word. Right. And I just feel like everyone's coming down on them and everyone thinks they have the solution. And it's like, <sighs> we all need to stay in our own lanes. You have to trust the people who are doing the things that, that are, everyone's doing their best. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that feels, you know, any lack of pressure if in any aspect of education right now. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. There are probably a handful of, you know, teachers maybe out there that, maybe didn't kind of step up during quarantine or maybe set the bar low as far as like their precedent or their standard for what they did come through with. And I feel like everybody just wants to like hone in on what a couple of teachers did or, you know, and it's like that, that that's not the majority of educators. Just like nobody likes to be marginalized under the actions of a few bad people in right. their occupation. And I do want to say too, that even those teachers who didn't step up, you don't know why they didn't step up. Sure. 
Like you have no idea what was going on with that. And just going into even my line of work, there are hairdressers. We were hair, we're hairdressers, we're on education. Mm-hmm. There are shitty hairdressers out there. There are people who worked under the table when we weren't supposed to illegally and made all the rest of us feel terrible because we weren't doing that for our clients. Right. There, every industry that has gone back, there has been complications. And there are people... If you're in a job where you're working from home now and used to work in an office, yeah. there are people who are killing it at home and there are people who are like phoning it in completely. <laughs> like every job has those people. Right. Okay. Right. I just think we all have to give everybody a break. This year is, uh, it's like, a, it's like a social human experiment. Oh, We're all God. In the yeah. Okay. <laughs> And nobody's doing a great job at it. No. Let's just be honest. No. We're all doing our best yeah. at what we can handle, but no one's doing a perfect job at quarantine. And I think everyone has to cut themselves slack. And the bottom line above anything, because I have kids, and I know that they have a ton of nerves and anxiety about going back. Right. And the only way that their back-to-school experience has any shot at being even a little successful is if I go forward with a positive attitude mm-hmm. and work with the people who are gonna be teaching my child and not against them. Right. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing that me alone am gonna do to change the way that this educational system exactly. is being thrown into it. Yeah. And again, my little, for all the teachers out there and for anybody, like. I know a lot of people who work in corporations and they're mm-hmm. going back to the office this month. Like a lot of people said this September 8th, this is like when everyone's going back. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know people who work at like a Moog or a Geico or, you know, and they're going back now. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, is like, what? okay. The day before we had to open our salon. So this was in June. We had to open our salon. We had crippling regulations. We knew that what we were going back to wasn't anything we were used to. Right. It was a new normal. We had to work differently. We had to do hair differently. We couldn't finish. We couldn't do our job correctly. We had to wear all this gear. We weren't able to talk to people. Like, I mean, every single aspect of our job was different. And I remember it was like the night before we had to go back to work. And I, t- I was on the phone with my boss, Lisa, and I'm very close with her. And I said, I, I feel terrible. And I don't know if I should say this because maybe this is crossing a line. But like, I don't know if I want to go back. And I just started crying hysterically. Right. And she goes, Faith. I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but I don't know if we should be like, and she started crying. And the point is, is that if you don't feel okay about going back to work right now, that's okay because nobody did because nobody knows this is a new normal and we're all trying to figure it out. And no matter what your situation is, can you please have just a little bit of empathy for other people trying to figure it out? Because I remember we just cried and we're just like, how are we going to do this? I don't know. We had no idea what to expect. The good news is like the first two weeks, everyone was a little awkward because no one knew whether to hug, to talk, to smile. To... Right. But what will end up happening? You guys, you know, people out there who excel at their jobs, whether it's teaching, whether no matter what it is, you'll find your flow again. It may be a new normal. Right. Get with a good team. Get with positive people in your life. Get with the people who support you. You guys will be okay. I remember that feeling three months ago. I feel like I came out of quarantine three months ago. Right. There are people who have been doing it the whole time and never had the time off. Yeah, exactly. And they just had to, like, do their job and figure out how to do it differently all at the same time. Yeah. 
and 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 you will be okay but guys we can't do this unless we all support each other exactly i mean compassion we said that in the very beginning of quarantine yeah. you need to have compassion for other people and compassion for yourself yeah because everything you're feeling is okay it's okay to be scared it's okay to be yeah. sad it's okay you know what and other people are feeling the same thing yeah so understand that too and you're probably going to go back to your job and it's probably going to break your heart a little because it's probably not going to be the same yeah it's not going to be doing your job the way that you knew it the way you loved it yeah but hopefully you will find a new innovative way of doing what you love in a way that will still bring you joy yeah and help the kids and help whoever or whatever your job is mm -hmm. And it's sink or swim time. Yeah. For every business, you're either going to yeah. find an ingenious way of being creative and to rise above these challenges and show up, or you're going to find something else that does that for you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, I have so many friends who are like, I don't want to, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Sure. And it's like, okay, that's okay. Then use this time and to figure it out. Yeah. This is every, it's like everyone just got to restart guys. Oh yeah. If, if no matter what you're everyone just control life, all deleted themselves, <laughs> right? Whether it was relationships, whether it was jobs, whatever it was, this is our restart. This is the time that we were supposed to take to sit and figure shit out for a little while and say, right. is this what I meant to do? Is this how I meant to do it? Like, mm -hmm. this is the time to figure it out. This is the one time, you know, when as adults, we look at kids and we say, God, you're so lucky. You have all these chances in front of you. You can start over your, you know, all these mm -hmm. things. I'm telling you guys as adults, this is your time. This is your time to make a change. This is this is the one time you may have in your adult life that you have a fallback or a safety net or at least a viable excuse for you if you've needed it to start over or to do what you want or to change how you do what you love or whatever that journey is for you. Like seize the day, man. I'm sick of this like glass, glass is like half full or half empty. Like all these people are black and white. You know what your glass is? It's fucking refillable. That's Ooh, what it is. Bitch. Yeah. Nice. So fill yourself up. <laughs> Stop spreading hate, people, because that's ah. not getting us anywhere. You know what it makes you sound like when all you do is blame, blame, blame other people? It makes you sound like a big whiny baby. Yeah. So stop it. And nobody likes a whiny baby. No. <laughs> nobody wants to hear you bitch about all of these educators who have to go back and stop lumping everybody like you said stop lumping everybody into the same thing like guys yeah, I'm have, sure. have we not learned from recent events that nobody likes to be lumped in categories based off individualized incidences right and i'm pretty sure every side of every argument can understand that statement yeah so if you don't like it don't do it to other people <laughs> yeah basic basic way to live oh my god <laughs> and we shouldn't have to remind you of this because we're all adults here just <laughs> just a heads up on that so the one great thing about this whole hybrid school remote school all the like whatever schools yeah like all the slacker parents like me who went school supply shopping within this week 
Oh. Like normally this is when it goes close to the place shopping and yeah. I'm like like I bring home the stuff and Kendi's like, it's supposed to be composition notebooks. I'm like, diaries are the same thing. Like, I just <laughs> I have to buy like whatever shit is left over to give my kids and pretend it's like it's like a red binder, a green binder. Right. Like they're like, why did you get so much construction paper and white binders? I'm like, we're gonna glue this yeah. on your <laughs> binders and we're gonna make those that color. Um, because mom school supplies shopped at the last minute and it looks like the cleaning aisle of quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Well, now with Which is still an issue, by the way. Which is still an issue. Mm-hmm. So now that like only half the children are going back, people are hybrid, whatever. Yeah. I walked down those aisles like it was Christmas shopping in September. I there were like pencil cases yeah. and locker stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so amazing. I I may or may not have bought a pencil case for myself <laughs> that I'm pretty sure looks more like a clutch. I was like, Keely, if I bought this, does this look like a clutch or does it look like a pencil case? She's like, I think you need to stop school shopping with me. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and oh, it was it was just I've never gone when there was such a, an amazing an abundance, abundance of, of choices. Um, how about I went through all of this like that sack of school stuff that the schools oh, gave back. Yes. Right. Yeah. I had to buy like three folders for oh, this year. Oh, I was like, nice. jackpot. Do you know what was in Q? Do you know how many Ticonderoga pencils oh. I have? You need some? I got I, some. I, I don't buy your Ticonderoga anymore. Oh, you should. No, I don't. Because you know why? Because one week into the school year, they have an open house. And I go into Q. Now, Kennedy probably, actually, I know Kennedy keeps very good care of her stuff because she's like me. Right. And she color coordinates her closet and her room is super clean. Oh, my God. I go to Keeley's locker one week into the school year and I open it and everything falls out. The shelf already broke. She has no, she has a half. It was literally a half of a pencil in her pencil case. One half, one half of a pencil. Like, what like, did you eat the rest of it? What's going on? Oh my God. And then I look and I see all the tissue boxes she was supposed to distribute <gasps> to all of her classrooms. No. Yeah. She's, yeah. So, mm-hmm, and I was like, where are all your pencils? She's like, I think I dropped some. I don't know. So, yeah, she gets. Does she have an accent? <laughs> she does when she talks to me. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. So she doesn't get Ticonderoga. We no. get, like, the basics. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't blame you. And she's over there with, like, screw the pink pearl eraser. She's getting just eraser. She gets whatever generic target version yep. of everything. But uh-huh. I did get her some really cool locker stuff. But then she doesn't have a locker. But I did buy her some cool locker oh, stuff. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, and she got a really good book bag. So oh, good. But um, for all of us that are going through it, like yep. for everyone going back, good luck. Godspeed. I do have one other like good advice for oh, you. Oh yes, is like. For us, my kids are now going to be home three days a week. And as you previously heard, I no longer care for them on the <laughs> I'm not home with them. Uh, so there's this fantastic girl. I have actually known her for like probably over 15 years. Wow. Yeah. I, I met her through a mutual friend years ago. And she lives in the village of Hamburg. And her Instagram handle is just in the kitchen with no E in kitchen. Mm. So it's just in the K-I-T-C-H-N. Kitchen. Like, whoa, she's in the kitchen. Anyways, I don't know. I got real. 
I didn't know where you were I've going. I've been drinking dirty martinis. <laughs> yeah. <it's fine>. She's good. <laughs> um, anyway, she makes these meals and they're amazing and they're healthy and they're like affordable. They're $8 typically for a meal. Mm -hmm. She does like little And there's like, bites. so Faith brought me some. Yeah. Which, thank you, Jess. Um, and they are like full. Full, huge meals, like yeah. portion-wise. Like, I feel like yours could be two portions. I mean, for most people. Yeah. But for me, it's, <laughs> it's enough for one. Thank you. Um, but no, like, I have gone to so many of these places where I pick it up, and I'm like, where is the rest? Yeah, you're like, cool, that's the smallest piece of fish I've ever seen. <laughs> exactly. Is that tuna sashimi or is it a tuna steak, bitch? Like, it doesn't actually need to be the size of a deck of cards. Yeah, no. Her food <laughs> is huge, and it's plentiful, and she does, like, a family meal every week that's $30. I love that. And a family four to six. Dude, I go to Panera, and I drop 55 bucks, and right. there's only three of us. Exactly. Like, that is so worth it. And if you're like me, I'm just going to keep all these meals in my fridge and both me and my children can now eat from there if they don't secretly go to the Grange instead. Yeah. yeah. Better hydro money. But anyway, so I can't recommend her enough at Just in the Kitchen. We're hoping to work with her in the future. Yes. Food is amazing, but you guys should check out her Instagram. It's going to save my children in my wallet because <laughs> um, now they have really healthy, yummy lunches right yes. in their fridge. I love so, it. So um, good luck to all of our teachers. Godspeed. Good luck to the parents that have to help homeschool or teach. I give you a lot of credit. I hired a tutor mm -hmm. who may or may not look sort of like Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, true story. Uh, uh, I hope Voldemort's not listening. No. Uh, <laughs> ever again. <laughs> um, but good luck. We send all of our support and good vibes your way. Yes. Let's have this be a great school year because we're all going to be home in a month anyway. Exactly. That's the rumor. No, that, that's not a rumor. <laughs> I shouldn't even freaking say that. I'm Go sorry. on ASP and find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fact check by my boyfriend. No big deal. Bye, guys. Right, bye. bye.